Welcome to Them's the Facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends, and this week, also cheese, because <laughs> last week I made the mistake of saying that mistake? I... Mistake? Well, of saying that I didn't know a lot about cheese. So John brought yep. me cheese, I ate it, and then we ended the episode with, here's thoughts next week. Uh, and now I feel obligated to deliver. John, what kind of cheese was it? I'm not asking, I mean... This both. was a, a Trader Joe's Cheddar Gruyere blend. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. No. Smoked Did something. I, no, no. That was the other cheese that I had. Is it still in the fridge? It's the, it was the Black Pepper Toscano. Yeah, that's yeah, right. There was yeah, the right. Black Pepper Toscano, right. which, I, which I very much love. So here's, here's, the, here's the review, and it's going to be brief because this is ridiculous. Um, first of all, I'm going <laughs> to use all the cheese words mean what I think they mean. Oh, God. They, oh they no. Mean. Oh no. But it was you I mean, I don't know, it was kind of moderately sharp. Sharp is, is that intangible feeling of like kind of like not um, yeah, I don't know. It's very it's a very, you know, when you feel it feeling sharp cheese is. And it was a, it was good. The smell I liked the ca- it. it's, it's the it's the sharp that feels sharpie. Uh, I don't remember much else about it, but I would say that it is a 7 out of 10. Or uh, if we're if we're doing stars, you know, four uh, wedges out of five. Uh, <laughs> I hope we never do this ever again. <laughs> yeah, I thought I would have. I had more to say last week, but it's been a week since I ate this yeah. cheese. Is the problem? <laughs> um, I did have a very good horseradish uh, cheddar this week that I got. Yeah, that sounds really good. Actually, I've had mm-hmm. horseradish cheeses before. Noted horseradish stand. I am number one going first to do my fact this week, and this is. This is a fun one. Uh, this is a fun one. So today, what today what I'm bringing to the table is a court case, um, and I'm going to read to you the name of this court case. It is United States v. Article consisting of fifty thousand cardboard boxes, more or less, each containing one pair of placard balls. Um. So this is a court case. It wasn't quite Supreme Court, but it was like a high one of the high level. Yeah, like it was. It would have been like federal, federal circuit court. Or yeah, like I don't. Admittedly, I don't know how, what the like nth circuit thing is. I think it was like mm-hmm. eighth or ninth circuit, whatever. So the circuits are uh, different regions of the U.S. Basically. Oh, okay. And don't yeah. forget, the ninth circuit is the worst one, most corrupt, very bad, low energy. I've heard a lot of shit about the ninth circuit, which is why I just kind of. <laughs> That's like my like reference point for the number of the circuits. But no, it was it was a court case in one of these high level you know state courts whatever. Um, and what the court uh, what the case entailed was um, somebody uh, found like fifty thousand boxes like a shipment of those clacker toys, uh, okay. and the entire court case was just that they they were ordered to destroy them. Um, because they could potentially be unsafe for kids, because kids can fling them, you know, fling them around and they hurt themselves, yeah. smacking their fingers between the balls. Um, and they they won the case. They had to destroy them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and this is the reason, by the way. If you notice that it's United States versus like a noun rather yeah. than like a, a person. Like yeah, a I've seen that. I've noun. seen that happen before. Yeah. Uh, some other fun uh, cases in the category of United States v noun. Um, I'm gonna pull these up because uh, these this is this is truth zone shit. Um, this is here are two other ones. United States v one hundred twenty four thousand seven hundred dollars in U S currency. Yep. And my favorite, 
United States v. approximately 64,695 pounds of shark fins. Um, so that one... Uh, so, so I'm, I'm sure my... that one has to do with like maritime law and like shark fin soup and stuff. It's yeah, kind of weird. My dinner fin. got sued. My dinner from last week. Got sued. That was a really bad joke. <laughs> you ate sixty-four thousand. Yeah, that was supposed to be a joke. Oh, I thought crazy. you ate like a hundred fifty thousand dollars of U.S. currency uh, or, or fifty thousand clacker balls. <laughs> oh yeah, I ate those. Um, That's for sure. Which, uh, yeah. So what I'm positing here is that in that family of noun-based court cases, there was one where it was literally. 50,000 clacker balls that had to be destroyed because of some weird legal loophole where people were afraid kids would hurt their little fingers. I mean, the the courts are wild. I'm still trying to remember if these are the things I think they are. Clacker balls are yeah, explain, like... Explain to me you, clacker balls. Is it, is it they like... They come in different... Uh, I mean, they come in different... Explain like, to me clacker balls. Yeah, so they, I mean, they come in like different versions of the toy, but it's essentially any toy where there's like a rod and you fling it around and there's two plastic balls that'll just hit each other and clack around. I've seen ones where they're like on like a spinning pivot and you just kind of yeah. go like this. And oh, the ones where you go like this? Yeah. Like back and, and forth the and they hit each other? hitting each other around and around. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but if you ever hurt yourself on one as a child. See, I also think of No, those... I hurt other children with them as a child. I mean... Oh. That's probably worse. Oh, I mean, Chris. by other children, I mean my sister, so it's fine. Oh, uh, is it? It's fine. <laughs> my sister did definitely run me over in her wheelchair when I was little, so I think it was fine. <laughs> think it was fine. Is it, would that even work? Like, I feel like you can't run a person. Oh. Like, the wheel wouldn't be able to get a good... What kind of wheelchair like, are we talking, though? I was like three. And what kind of wheelchair? Yeah. Oh, oh, is this like a motorized wheelchair? No, it's uh, a normal wheelchair. Just a normal, like, side But you can back over people. Okay, I, I mean, I'll give it to you. You can at least run over feet, I would say. Yeah, but you can feet, back over feet are people. easy, probably, yeah. yeah. You can back over people in a wheelchair. Well, I mean, you would know, because it happens. The The degree is, like, a little bit more than, like, a bike tire. Oh, okay. So, yeah. like, it's shallower, which means it's easier to, like, get over something. Yeah, the radius yeah. of, like, curvature, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's my fact for the week. 50... 50,000. 50, more or less. Yeah, it was like more, more or, less or less 50 <laughs> containing. That's that's more or less is in the phrasing of the uh, of the okay. case, case. Yeah, law. it is verbatim. United States v. article consisting of 50,000 cardboard boxes, more or less, each containing one pair Where of Where did they find boxes. this? Um, I don't actually remember. Was this like a custom seizure or something Yeah, did like they that? find it like... Because that's, that's what it sounds like. Is I'm like, hoping they just found a shipping... Container full of clacker full of balls. Clacker balls. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, what I do remember is that the, the like circuit that it was in was like Wisconsin area. Mm. So it probably had to be there that they found them because that that's how like the jurisdiction worked. The seventh. I don't know. I don't. It's I don't, not the ninth. I don't know. I don't know what districts are where. I just know that's not the ninth. So. All right. Huh. Are those made anymore? Probably. Probably. I've I feel seen like... them recently. Jeez, okay. I feel like you could get them at like the dollar store for sure. You can get anything. At... <laughs> you can get anything. Yeah, the, the more you think it's not me anymore, the more likely it is to be at the dollar oh, store. Oh boy. My dad texted me the other day and said, is there a dollar general anywhere near you? And I said, why? And he said, because I have all these coupons. And I was like, what do you need a coupon for? A dollar general? <laughs> it's all a dollar. Dollar general is actually the one where it's not all a dollar. Oh, is that the Dollar Tree? The Dollar, dollar Store? Tr- the Dollar Tree dollar and the Dollar anymore. Store are the ones that... Or, and the uh, Party and Dollar, which I've seen 
The voice. I don't. Weird. I don't know if it exists anymore, but I used to see them in Augusta. All the the time. part. Well, that makes party in dollar. Yeah, that sounds like something to be in Augusta. Listen, listen. I think we've shit on Augusta enough on this podcast. Maybe, maybe they were trying to make a store called Dolly Parton. They messed up because they're in Augusta. No. If Augusta does anything, it at least respects Dolly Parton. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I'll give you that one. <laughs> Golf and Dolly Parton. They respect that. That's for sure. I'm surprised we managed to do all these Augusta rips without just like harping on the golf things. It's just astonishing. Like, I I didn't really get a good like look around there, but I feel like you know how like the thing is always like a bar in a place has like the goofiest name because like nobody gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. I, the, like Augusta is the kind of place where they would just have like the like a bar called like the Turgid Golf Ball. Or some <laughs> shit. Like it, they, it's it's really not. People respect the game too. The much. Sand Trap. No. You're telling me there's Oh a, my god. There's not a ball a called good, the, That's there's such not a good a, name. No, the thing is there's not a bar called the Sand Trap because the National would shut that shit down like instantly. Why? They don't want cuz they won't let anything like that could be seen as like making fun of the National exist. No, like, no, they're making fun of the game of golf. Yeah, but they don't want that because they want the National to be a pristine and clear an image of Augusta and and the game of golf and something to aspire to. No. They're very like tight-fisted like for example, there was somebody who flew a uh, a banner over the Masters. Is this your fact? It's not. It's not. I guess it could be. But it is a fact. But like, it yeah. is a fact because this is the year I worked at the Masters. There was somebody who flew an airplane, like a little Cessna, with a banner over it that was making fun of Tiger's infidelities the year that he came back to the Masters, and uh, they got the uh, they got the uh, they got the plane grounded, actually. They went to the local little airport and found a violation in the flight plan licenses. Oh, they had to go sneaky about it. Yes. I mean, maybe, and maybe there actually was a violation, but like. It's found one. Yeah. And then I, and now I think they've like, now I think they've been more restrictive about like national airspace during the tournaments and stuff like that. Hmm. All right. Final answers on this one, boys. Final answers. I think it's true. True. Yeah. All right. Hell, I, I just thought of two weird court cases this week, but I was afraid you already know the shark fins one because I've told it to everybody. Because <laughs> it's just, I don't know the weird precision about these things. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. This has not been my best fact finding week. I've been uh, pretty much back and forth just doing schoolwork and wasting time. Are you done though? I mean, yeah, that was the fucking fact, dude. Who's no, 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 like with school. Are you done with school? Oh, Is school oh, over oh, for you? Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, so it's so it's my last semester, so this finals week is, is pretty empty. I have, like, one short test and then just two, like, assignments. And I already f- trying to finish one of them today. Go fucking figure that the time I feel like being, like, ahead solidly of schedule is, like, the literal last. Time <laughs> Maybe I'll do more school and, and then I'll... You think you're gonna do more school? Okay. I, I might, man. It, I don't know. We... So, you think you're going to be ahead of schedule in grad school, and then grad school will start, know, I, and you're not. <laughs> well, I'm not. No, I, I'm not going to lie to myself about that type of thing. I'm going next. All right, hit me. All right. Before before Chris starts, I want to say that earlier he just went, oh, fuck. I almost messed up something really bad about my fat. Uh, and he's going to tell us what he fucked up after this. <laughs> no, I'll tell you now, because it doesn't ruin whether or not it's true or not. Because <laughs> I, especially, even when my facts are not true, I insert as much truth as I can off of the most relevant wikipedia page that i have in front of me of course so in this case i wanted the wikipedia page for my fact is about sex.com but instead of searching it on wikipedia i definitely almost went to sex.com just (laughs) Just like just just i was in google and i 
didn't think God. about the fact that it's a website. I was just going to search sex.com and I was like, oh, that's definitely a website. Yeah, isn't absolutely. It? Yes. It's like when I was a kid, uh, I was at my friend's house. I must have been like seven or eight years old. I mean, you know, like the kind of shit seven or eight year olds. We were like, what? I wonder if you just type fuck.com. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was porn and his mom like saw it in his internet history and got mad at him. Can Jesus. we talk us? Can we just talk? I know this is not what this podcast is for. Yeah, can we talk about Rudy Giuliani, please, on this podcast? What? What? What, what about is, him? What did Rudy Giuliani? Did you not know? hear about the Twitter thing? Which Twitter thing? The newest one, where he made a tweet and he did a typo and put a period between G twenty and in. He put like G twenty period and like yeah, I finished the that. sentence and put yes. in, but he didn't put the space. So it made it a hyperlink. Yeah. What is the link to? Well, it was to nothing until yeah. some guy actually in Atlanta saw it. <laughs> and bought the domain and then it just became a website that said like Donald Trump is a traitor. <laughs> so then so then Rudy like, you know, casually puts a response to this tweet that said, This is definite proof Twitter is in the pocket of the liberals because God. they let they let someone hack my Twitter for this. It's like no. Rudy. No, Rudy. Oh, he just made a hyperlink. Didn't Rudy. the other day tweet just like five characters <laughs> of like random garbage? It was just like Literally just like M at symbol period. No, it was oh M God. degree sign F. Oh yeah, there was key. a degree yeah. sign which makes it weirder. Yeah. Like, How do you type that? Yeah, like for this sport like, I was doing earlier, I had to type the degree sign a bunch of times. And it took like an hour to find. Yeah, and I, ha- I have it memorized now. It's it's alt 0176. So I don't know what Rudy Giuliani is butt dialing. But... <laughs> But he put this thing, but, he was like, it's, uh, he was like, this just proves they're in the pocket of the liberals. God. And then he was like, someone was like, it just, because he made a hyperlink, you dummy. And he was like, why didn't it do it when I did the same type, but it was dot either. And it was like, because dot either doesn't exist. Yeah. That's dot not- in is India. <laughs> anyway. There should be like a requirement that like, that instead of like, you know how they used to, they had to do a whole thing to ban shit from like giving you a certain test before getting into Congress, like, you have to testify your, like, yeah, yeah, religious like, religious whatever. tests and stuff we, like that. We should bring it back, but the only question should be, like, basic internet literacy. <laughs> like, but you that's know, the only thing that's ever allowed to be on there. He's supposed to be in charge of cybersecurity. Like, oh my gosh, what? kill me. You didn't know what? that? No. He was, remember, Trump said he was the cyber czar. Well, you know what's funny? Like there were all those jokes about how Trump was like, "Oh, Baron is really good at like, the cyber, the cyber, quote unquote." Baron Trump would one hundred percent be better at that job than Rudy, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, kids kind of know how the fucking internet works. That kid's like twelve years old. He probably yeah. I mean, he probably he could probably make like a decent website from scratch. Yeah, he could like use Squarespace. He probably knows how to like go into processes like like control the leak when Fortnite isn't working. <laughs> More than fucking Rudy Giuliani. Do, do you think Baron Trump plays Fortnite? I mean, first of all, yes. Of Undoubtedly, course. he does. Undoubtedly. Okay, but I is mean, he good at flossing? Is he good at the dances? I think he is good at flossing because if you've seen photos of him, he's very uh, sort of lanky and limber looking. Yes. I think yes maybe. He at least has the potential to be good at flossing. <laughs> he has good flossing potential. No, Rudy Giuliani. I don't know, but this is how I rank all kids I see. I look at him and go, could that kid floss? And it's great yeah. because we're living in the best era because like 40% of the time they just do it and they answer the question. That's actually the worst part about going to Braves games now is any kid that gets on the Jumbotron thing, they just floss. And I hate it. <laughs> they all do it. Honestly, like like six months ago they would have been dabbing. So this is better. I no, dabbing I was no, more I fun. Think, I think dabbing is more fun. Like, dabbing was more I think, ironic. I, well, you see, the thing about dabbing is anyone can do it. When I see kids floss, I just think, damn. <laughs> 
I disagree. There's like there's that photo of like the oh three people God. on like Team Jeopardy and the one girl doesn't know how to dab. She's just like, oh, what does she do instead? I think she does like this. like yeah, she does like a, like this. <laughs> Can you explain what you're doing? This is an audio um, medium. Imagine the C in the YMCA dance, but it's, but it's angled like slightly a higher angles. up. <laughs> like between the Y and the C at like a forty five degree angle. Uh <laughs> yeah. <sighs> God, John just hit a fat dab. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, before, in in conclusion, Rudy Giuliani looks like when when you say the phrase liver spots, the face that I picture to have the liver spots on it. Oh God. Um, okay, so let's talk about sex.com. Chris. Let, yeah, let's talk about sex.com. Okay, so let's talk about you and me. Obviously, we can agree sex.com is a website. Yes, we can agree it that is. it is a website. So. Do you know what it is now? This is not the fact. Well, I this is a fact, though. I, I don't. So I, I only know this because I was researching. Sex.com now is, they call themselves the Pinterest of porn. That's actually... Like where it's tailored to you and gives you recommendations. I don't know. Well, I didn't like, go on it. I'm just saying that's what they call like, themselves. But like you could... I mean, well, no, that makes sense because like you can really tell that we're recording what week we're recording this, this is going to be very dated but but you know you think about something like tumblr where it like beyond like the impact <laughs> oh, of it, yeah beyond the impact of, of it, this closing down is going to have on sex workers tumblr was like a good place to go if you wanted to ethically consume porn and not have like super oh, violent people posted it themselves yeah and not have like super violent uh ads going on in the corner where it was like an animated overwatch character or something this is not a thing i know much about so i'm just gonna be quiet sure, sure Chris. <laughs> i'm serious i don't know anything about this part i i honestly think that's a good business model like porn yeah with like a recommended for you like feed right i mean like how how okay so what is trademark like, copyright so what what's the story of sex so what my fact is this week is that well let me start with some real facts which is sex.com started in 95 okay okay in the dot-com era yeah um and that's what it is now so it's like 23 years old it's mm-hmm. changed ownership a few times okay um but my fact if you will is that one of the longest running court cases ever one of the longest run court cases Sex. ever. Sex.com versus 67,000. One of the longest running court cases ever was about the fact that someone spent years in a conspiracy to steal. Sex.com. It involved... $150,000 of U.S. currency. No, it involved conspiracy, multiple attempts to steal it, hiding in Mexico, extradition, bankruptcy. This story has everything. This story has everything. <laughs> now, you can decide whether that makes any sense or not, but what I'm saying is... There was a conspiracy by a few people to steal sex.com from the guy who owned it, but it involved pretty much every aspect of the legal system, and it was a huge deal, and it still has not been resolved here in 2018. Now, if you have questions... Man, what is up with y'all in court go. cases this week? Yeah, okay, so so the first thing I gotta ask is, like, so it's not resolved... They still haven't resolved it. How do you steal a website? Someone stole the, stole the domain. But how how do you steal a domain name? Because it's like so. No, this part of the conspiracy was con- part of the conspiracy would have been faking that you were someone legally trying to obtain it and getting it through that system. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But someone did a conspiracy well, to do that. Now, is this a civil case or a criminal case? Criminal. I have trouble with that because I feel like, like I said, it involved extradition. Well, yeah, it involved extradition law for the internet was probably not established that early. Unless but I also feel like it's still. 
No, no, because you have the Digital Millennium Copyright Act that was established. Yeah, I think this movie a few years later, I guess. Uh, okay, I I would believe that this like is something people would do at, yes. the, at bare minimum because it's like early age of the internet, new frontier. Honestly, it's a sex sells scenario. Sex.com is... I feel like it would be like some prime real estate. Exactly. like Especially if, during the dot-com era. The first time that somebody realized... That the entire internet was there when you're horny. The you know the need for that website was born because before there are established sites for this, that's your gonna be your first guess. Absolutely, yeah. Sex.com, prime early internet sex horny porn real estate. I vote this probably could happen, and with the just intuition, I'm gonna say this is real. But do you think it was that bad? That's if it happened, was it that bad? I mean, it depends uh, uh, Depends how much they want to prosecute if it that happened. white collar so crime. So keep in mind, I, I guess I didn't put, the website was stolen, if it was stolen, in 96. Yeah. And they still haven't figured this out. They still haven't really resolved this in court completely. Okay. I think it could be that bad because, again, early internet age, the, the court case is going to get drawn out because there's not a lot of precedent. And it's mm-hmm. going to be harder to trace, like get evidence because people are less familiar with. Yeah, harder to prosecute. Cybersecurity just wasn't. And there's the question thing. is like, what laws did they actually break if? they broke any that they would have to figure out because they're going to want to nab this guy on something but what can they nab them on i think i think i'm curious i think i'm gonna i'm just gonna final answer yes this is true and and i want to hear the full story yeah yeah same what's yours yes i say yes okay yeah this is literally true (laughs) in fact if you go to uh, sex.com wikipedia the section about history is almost entirely only about this wow so now, somebody got extradited. One thing I want to say first is, because you guys talked about it's prime real estate. The highest price ever paid for a domain was for sex.com. Wow. In 2006 for $14 million. Wow. For sex.com. Anyway, here's the full story. An entrepreneur named Gary Kremen, who also founded Match.com, mm-hmm. registered sex.com with a website. But he didn't develop that website. He just parked on it because he was more focused on Match.com. Right. So then a guy named Stephen Cohen, who had been trying to take Sex.com for years by misrepresenting who he was with phone calls, emails, and letters by forging them. He eventually persuaded an employee of the hosting site to change the ownership because he submitted a fake fax. So then he gained control. He then made a website that was basically only advertising and was getting like $500,000 a month. Okay. Which is why the suit came out because Kremen finally went back to like develop it and was like, "What?" Okay, and found out he didn't own it anymore. So then they like had this giant battle and it took years. Kremen won the court case, and Network Solutions, which was the name of the registering company, had to give it back to him. Mm-hmm. And Cohen was ordered to pay twenty five million dollars. So he fled to Mexico to avoid paying that. To so avoid that's how it paying became a criminal case. Him back. So that's how it became a criminal case. So he fled case. to Mexico, and he was in Mexico for like two years, no, four years, and they finally caught him in Mexico, and then extradited him back to the U.S. By which point he was like, "Oh, I'm bankrupt." So then it's been in bankruptcy court since yeah. then because he's like, "I don't have the money to pay back anymore." Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And that's the story of Sex.com. Wow, that's wild. But like he, he, it's it's still been complicated because he claims he's bankrupt, but he's been laundering money through various means of to course. not get caught. Of course, constantly. So that's why it is still like a thing. I know what money laundering means, but I do always picture like a washing machine. Oh yeah, that's because absolutely. that's because 
laundry was a really good way to do it. I mean, that wasn't yeah, really. One I thought reason, it was like, because you're like cleaning the. Money. That is you are, true. Yeah, you but are. You are. Ironically, the money a laundry is a really good business for it. Yeah, because a lot of cash changes hands and moves yeah, through it. Any business uh, where cash changes hands a lot, so like strip clubs. Yeah, restaurants kind of. It's not as good anymore. It was yeah. way better. Now it's like strip clubs, laundromats, anything that's a cash-heavy business where you yeah. can. The idea is like if you are a business that takes in a lot of cash, you can mix dirty cash with the clean cash, and, and then just cook and just cook the books over time. Yeah, it's like how it works. I'm not a money launderer. Police, please don't get on me. I just watch the. I just watch Ozark. Anyway, <laughs> all right, John. Okay. So this one has to do with an idiom, um, you know. <laughs> it's an idiot. <laughs> this one has to do with. No, we idiot. already did the Giuliani bit. Ooh, yeah. nice. Ooh, uh, oh. Yeah, I figured mm-hmm. it would take the cheap Spicy. shot. Spicy. So y'all are familiar with like the weight of an argument, right? Like something will ca- like certain ideas carry a lot of weight or something like that, right? Okay, like yeah. with that idea. Yeah. That derives from a Greek practice, actually, and this is very early Greek, so like you don't have many real um real much real evidence of this in like the era of plato or socrates or something like that but you see some of it in old greek oral poetry um it never actually comes up in the iliad but if you look into like some of the deeper back chapters of the odyssey they um mention this and uh actually if you read ovid's metamorphoses they have uh which was a poem written about various metamorphoses in greek mythology so like leda and the swan the myrmidons things like that if you look into that you see references to this practice um essentially in civil cases in in a uh in greece and this is this is before the real concept of the civil case so it was really like business disputes between like merchants or farmers or something like that one of the ways that greek kings would determine it is they would have um the different parties of these cases write down their arguments onto scrolls or parchments and then they would weigh the parchments so whoever had more positive evidence in their favor would and had the had the heavier weight of this parchment would end up being judged as the most worthy of receiving a judgment in their favor because really there was no way for them to actually t- for them to actually tell who was telling the truth there w- it wasn't like they could just like Oh, he's he's telling the truth. No, I'm telling the truth. It's kind of like, you know, kind of like Solomon and the baby, where he was like, "Oh, I'll cut the baby in half to reveal the truth." You and know, the one lady was like, "Hell yeah!" And he was like, "Well, okay." Yeah, exactly. But this is this is kind of a more practical way. It was the idea that if that like the person who would accumulate the most evidence in their favor is clearly going to uh, evidence that like could be verifiable is clearly going to be the more reliable party in this dispute. And you know, this is something that you saw. Because a lot of Greece was city-states, so you had a bunch of different kings, which is why when you look at the Iliad and you look at the 10,000 ships, you have the High King Agamemnon, but then you have a bunch of kings below him who are all of his generals. That's just something, it was just one way of settling disputes. There's also the element of, you see stuff like this in a lot of different cultures, like ways of interpreting the will of the gods. So like, you also see stuff like this where people where people in ancient Rome would read entrails to this to decide like what their decision were going to be or um you see even in jewish culture you see a lot of stuff in the bible about casting lots and god will determine which one comes up correct you know Hmm. so this was kind of a way of adding some of the god's will into it but also like weighing like merits of arguments this is so stupid no so as we all know 
in the uh, in the Toontown MMO 2003. Oh, jeez. Uh, oh, the, 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 in the boss fight against the, the Chief Justice guy, you, uh, you do literally have to throw uh, evidence into scales to weight them as a part of the fight. And everything that happens in Toontown is real. Um, <laughs> robots explode when you throw pies at them. And uh, I hate this show and uh <laughs> fishing is the most profitable enterprise so you were the one who wanted to start a podcast no 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 no. for real though i think there's no way anybody would practice democracy in that stupid of way especially the but you see Greeks. but you see it's it so wasn't shitty. democracy this was still this was still like city state monarchy yeah a- anything it's just like such a oh, bad I guess... way of... yeah but but oh, then yeah, at the Greece. same time at the same time, people were still having trials by combat in the Middle Ages, it's and whoever the had the strongest... And we should bring that back. Or that that is the been... origin of the phrase, weight of an argument. Okay, I... It's, it's both. Didn't weight of an argument come from Keynesian economics? No. I always just figured that... Keynesian economics is very much a 20th century... Ph- yeah, I, early I 20th century that phenomenon. phenomenon. Did he just say it a lot? Is that what I'm thinking of? I think he just said it a lot. Yeah. I always figured that it, that the phrase just kind of was one of these, like... It's not so much of an idiom as it is just, like, intuitive. Like, that weight might describe the, like, substance of an <clears> argument. <throat> and so I... Ah, uh, I really have a hard time believing that it's anything but that. I I mean, Chris, if you have any... Well, I, I do have a tangent, which is... Uh, this made me think of the fact that I had to explain what take this with a grain of salt meant to people at work. And not, like, one person. I had to explain it to, like, 12 people at work. They did not know what that meant. Because I really? said it in one sentence. I know what it means, but do you know the origin of it? It wasn't about the origin. It was like, what yeah. does that mean? Oh, okay. Because apparently in India, that there's no such saying. There's nothing yeah. equivalent yeah, but, to it. Yeah, but like a like cultural barrier to idioms makes sense. But you said 12 people. So unless they were all... They were all Indian. Well, yeah. yeah we've we've seen your workplace holiday parties. But like, yeah, it's basically Diwali. Oh, God. It's so good. Yeah, but you, like, you seem very excited every time they happen. <laughs> I, I am I don't, I don't know why you say I seem very excited I am very excited well I have no way to verify how it was just hard like it was so wild to me that I had to explain well like take what I said with a grain of salt yeah they were like why that are we talking about they were like why are we talking about food and I was like what no <laughs> when those moments come up where you're like there's no way that anybody could feasibly reach adulthood without knowing what this means but then, was... and then you're like Oh, in a different culture, perhaps. But for yeah, me, but, it was yeah, like but for people who are who I know are not from a different. Culture, for me, it was like it you've was been like in the U.S. for ten years and you've never heard that, really. Mm. But it, you said twelve people. Some of these people must have been. Most of them probably been at least here for five years. Oh, this is really like majority people who are not Americans, like for yeah. their whole lives. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what your workplace actually looks like. What's going down there? Shit. I'm one of the only white people. Really? Yeah, it's awesome. Because all the food's better? No, just it's <laughs> good to be in a workplace that's diverse. Oh, I yeah. thought you just meant, because, you know, like, whenever you whenever you have, like, a potluck, there's, like... It's kind- just Indian food, basically. Well, yeah, because there's, like, two kinds of, like, white people foods. There's, like, macaroni salad. <laughs> what? And, like, dry chicken. That's, like, the two white people foods. Okay, well... Uh, depends... You see, it depends which I've kind never, of white people. I've never actually made or known someone that actually made a macaroni salad. No, but I'm imagining this in like life. a workplace where it's like work. Well, you know, it's I like have seen that. some like Midwestern horrors at, at some. Oh God! Uh, uh, the time uh, when I ate Minnesota sushi because just excuse me, what Minnesota, God, sushi, Minnesota is sushi is a pickle. Ra- uh, you cover it in cream cheese and then you wrap a slice of ham around it and then you cut it up like a sushi roll. That's like the opposite of a lettuce wrap. But worse. 
<laughs> oh god. God. It's like when you go from the, the light world to dark world levels in Super Meat Boy, but for lettuce wraps. Listen, all I'm, what all would I'm happen, saying, though... Wait, okay, hear me out for a second. This is a really stupid yeah. idea. But, like, are pickles too soft to, like... You know how on a cucumber, Depends on if, the you pickle. Did, if you did it right, you know how you could, like, slice it a little bit and make a spiral out of it? Yeah. Can you do that with a pickle? Depends on the pickle and how long it's been. Because I was thinking for. you could do that and then wrap that around something. And I would eat that. You would you would eat, like, pickles? Like a spiral pickle wrapped around a piece of chicken? Yes. If I had... You know, I have a spiralizer here. We could try that. I don't I believe in those. <laughs> those scare me a lot. <laughs> spiralizers? I have nightmares about those things. What do you, why? I think about them on my fingers, and then I cry. Oh, no. I want to point out... Okay, so I have been told who's at Alton Brown hates unitaskers. Um, but today uh, we have a very special item that's on this table. There's always different things. Technically, it's a multitasker. Well, this is a tritasker for only avocados. <laughs> um, there's... it. I, I, I really... Do do we have like episode by episode like album art? Because we should make this thing. The this thing is it's okay. oh god. So it looks like it looks like a comb for dogs, but, but it's actually a comb for avocados. A comb for avocados, <laughs> wherein it has a section that peels, a section that slices, and a section that pits. It. Yeah, I guess I said that in the wrong word. Now I've noticed that this whole part for the pit is is as all objects are one size despite the fact that <laughs> despite the fact that avocado pits come in different sizes does, does this thing slide stop. out stop no that's all objects are Stop the stupid show. Now I get what's weird about me. What do you mean, like, all objects is one size? What does that mean? An object has a defined size. And I thought, I'm now looking at it and I'm wrong, that there were no moving parts and that it was just a plastic hole. And I thought, well, it won't fit every object. Technically, objects don't have a defined size, they have a defined mass. But, well. Assuming it won't change depending shape, upon the it's objects. plastic, it would just crack. Well, how do you define the size of a slinky? There's a. That's right. How do you define the size of a slinky? The, the length of the, I'll wait. The length of the wire unspooled. Yeah, I mean, what, what, what? Well, then, but it's not that size when it's collapsed. It's a different size. But it is that size because that no, is the length that of all same, the wire. It's that same volume and no. mass. No, it's, it's a different size. What, the wire is still the same length this overall. Exactly what I'm saying. What I I'm saying is just because no moving parts. Well, this isn't a moving part actually, but it does seem like it would be able to stab any size. Oh, is it a stabbing it. motion? Yeah, I, I think it it's a stabbing. Where's where's the uh, where's the box that this came in? It was we here a second have, ago. We don't have to do this. Oh, we don't have boy. to do this, but I do want to ask you something. Okay, what? I, my guess is false. How many? What's your guess? False. Okay, yeah, it's false, but there are there are weirder ways that people have determined the will. That's of the for justice sure, but the, this was a like people people thought that 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 the Judeo Christian God, Christian God, and His Son Jesus Christ, and their buddy, the Holy Spirit, that is developed from the love that aspirates between the two of them, was able to determine if someone was a criminal or not based on if the person who they chose to fight for them won or not. Like, yeah, because I, that's true. <laughs> I have. God picks who wins wars, dude. So I gotta tell you that. Well, that's why we always thank God when we win the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> I couldn't keep a straight face to that one. That was pretty good. I gotta tell you, the biggest thing, I feel like of all the things that I've sort of like, you know, the Bible and, and Christian biblical uh, stuff is like a huge cultural 
signifier, I guess. Like, it's a very, you know, it's often referenced. Uh, and growing up Jewish, there's one thing that I'm, that I don't understand from that, that every time I ask people, like, it doesn't even make, and that is what the Holy Spirit is. Everyone's just like, it, just don't worry about that one. But whenever people bring it up, I'm just like, no, the Holy Spirit is, the Holy Spirit is like the, uh, spiritual embodiment of the love between the Father and the Son. Oh. Well, that's one way to put it. That, but that, no, that yeah. is like that. That is that is. I believe either Saint Augustine or Saint Thomas. I was about to say that. Well, I was about to say what you said sounds Catholic. Well, I, but 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 we were all Catholic at one point. Well, that's well. So this okay, was a fun now. moment. So at, at I, John's uh, wedding, did I say? I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast yet. At John's wedding, at some point, as part of a wedding ceremony, there's traditionally like a religious aspect, and so someone goes into a prayer. And I look around me and like, I'm like word two of this, of this short prayer and everybody has their head down, eyes closed in their hand, like in their, you know, the pose I'm describing, yeah, the, but I didn't, I didn't know this. So I, I, I had like to like, be like, oh shit. And like pick up on contact clues and me like, okay, blend in. I didn't, I didn't know that this was like, except if you had looked before. closely at me, you would have seen my eyes were not closed. <laughs> <laughs> well, does that? We taught me. John and Bethany, I talked about this early. That's why he's laughing so hard. Um, you'll notice at John and Bethany's wedding, my eyes were never closed, and because I had to do the all the. Chris, Chris was in charge of the of like the entrance and exit music. No, I remember that. Yeah, and I had his phone. First of all, Lizzie thought I was on my phone the entire wedding, which she's not t- entirely wrong. I was on John's phone the entire wedding. But that was because I specifically told John when he handed me the phone to remind me of the passcode because I would forget it. I do remember reminding you of the passcode. You reminded me, not not right before the ceremony. You reminded me of it like, mi- like minutes before. Uh-huh. And I told you, tell me one more time when you actually give me the phone. But you didn't. So then, well, to be fair, I was getting married. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, that I spent that entire ceremony putting my finger on John's phone at random times, moving it, and being like, "Don't hit play by accident." But also, you cannot let the screen go black. You do not know how to unlock this phone. I would. Oh, I spent the entire ceremony doing that. Can I be honest? I I when I realized that that was how the music was being run. I was, like, worried that that was going to happen to you, not even knowing that this had occurred. I was just like, how bad would it suck if you had to run someone's phone and it locked? This is I definitely going to happen. I spent that entire you know ceremony, like, gotta keep the screen on. Big, cannot big shout out, because it did not happen. Yeah, Everything, it didn't happen. It was it went off without a hitch. Yeah. The, the best part of it was, was John and Bethany both having brought quotes from the same poet. That was the, the best same part. Chilean poet. It was really well staged. Yeah, it was. That, it, was, that, that was a good time. You see, that wasn't. Staged. I, I know it wasn't. I'm just <laughs> it just we we independently really did write our own vows. Neruda, right? Yeah, Neruda. Yeah, yeah Pablo Neruda. Yeah, shit slaps. Of course, yeah. Neruda. <laughs> I mean, we both really like him. Yeah. So it makes sense. Is he one of the Pablos that the title of the life of Pablo is supposed to refer to? God, I hope not, but probably. Yeah, that is. But one of them is Pablo Escobar, though. Well, yeah. It's like you know the whole thing is supposed to be like oh I'm all of the important Pablo's because I you know that's how never listened to that. I mean the album's kind of boring. I listened that's to it once and I was just like whatever. The Ultralight Beam is nice. Impressive. Yeah, that's pretty much. No more parties in LA can be fun sometimes. Those are the two. Yep, the yep. two standout tracks, and he, he, the whole thing is him being like oh I'm all the important badass Pablo. So like Pablo Lorraine, the filmmaker who made a film about Pablo Neruda. 
Oh, Lord, maybe. Uh, I'm trying to... But Escobar is definitely one of them. Um, yeah, people love to talk about Pablo Escobar. Sanchez? You know, it's not like he, player? you know, devastated Medellin or anything. They, I mean, all these drug lords fuck shit up. Yeah. They, yeah. It's weird because they do, but then they also, like, in a bad way, improve the lives of certain people in the area. Then well, I like, mean, and the thing is, the thing is, he did, like, do a lot for the poor in the area in while Medellin. also killing them all. Yeah, I was about to say, like, it's, like, one of those things where you're, like, net, like, for the people that were poor in Medellin, it's, like, really hard to, to figure out if it was actually a net positive for a lot of them. Yeah. This week on them's the ethical dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> they covered the trolley problem. <laughs> Where the trolley problem's easy. I subscribed to that one kid they had the video of where he's doing the trolley problem. He's like six or whatever, and they're like, What are you gonna do? And he's like, Uh, and then he just like destroys everything. <laughs> I was like, Heck yeah, man. Mm-hmm. All right, is it time for this lightning round? I can go first. Yeah, in the six, no, it was the 70s. In the 70s, are you guys ready for this? Because this is wild. Okay, you ready? Go for it. Colonel Sanders and Johnny Cash got in a fist fight. I believe that. That's true. I believe that. No, I totally made that. Oh, <laughs> damn! Because I happen to know that Colonel Sanders got in a physical fight over his restaurant once. And he almost killed a guy. That is that is true, and I actually almost used that last week, and then I forgot about it. Um, but I was planning on using it, so there you go. That's So that can't be mine now. Nailed um, it. Got it in one. Yeah. John, you go while, do yours while I get the uh, the details worked out. Yeah. Um, so some of the most expensive coffee in the world is from Vietnam and has been aged in the stomach of a of a small carnivore that's kind of related to the house cats. I have heard this before. This is the cat co- the cat poop coffee. Kobe Luwak. And I'm pretty sure that it is one of the most expensive coffees so i unfortunately think i know it already it sounds true and it sounds like someone taylor by oh man you should you should uh you should uh beep his last name because we don't use last names on this podcast fair enough but but is it it true yes it is true it is it is in fact true i was trying to fabricate something but i was like yeah let's just go with this one i i figured at least one of y'all would know okay um so I'm gonna I'm gonna whip out uh, a biblical thing because you made me think about it. Um, there is an an Old Testament bit where they describe like the. Be careful! I went to Sunday school every single week. Yeah, be careful with this one. No, let's go. Familiar let's with do a lot it. of the narrative let's parts do it. of the let's Old do Testament, it. where they 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 describe the like proto uh, temple thing, like the mobile one that they had in the desert. The Ark of the Covenant. No, that's uh, not the temple that held the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, yeah. The the in the in the Bible in the Torah, Old Testament, whatever you want to call it, there's a there's like a in in there they had like the showbreads, you know, and there was one of them that you like weren't supposed to like go in the room with it or interact with it or you would like be struck down because this bread was like just special and only the like high priests could could fuck with the special bread or they would. Everyone else would get smited. True. So it was definitely true of the Ark of the Covenant, but was there a special bread? Was it leavened or unleavened? Okay, you know what? I've just realized that I I don't remember enough about this to say. I'm pretty sure this was intended to be true, but I got it twisted. I <laughs> really bad, so we're gonna end. Uh, also, more importantly, this is like the latest we ever recorded. Yeah, it's, it's like, like 11:15 like and just so late in the morning. 
Um, I have to do webinars the, in the morning. Here's the question. Do I eat cheese again? Is that going to be... Ever- no, we're not really right. doing I don't think I have a... I, I do have some cheese, but we don't. Even have if you did, we are not doing that. Every that's going to be a rare. That's going to be a once every few episodes segment. <laughs> or never again. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be a segment. Well, I think. I think. I think that having some segments can be nice. I think mm-hmm. having. Uh, I, I, think I like the especially if they're good. <laughs> segments. Yeah, especially if they're good, but even maybe if they're not so good and are just cheese about cheesy. Listen, somebody has to give sad libs some love sometimes. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Fair. <laughs> well. All right, so that was the facts as a part of the Pocket Podcast Network. You can go to pocketpodcastnetwork.com to check out our show and all the other cool shows that are there. Shows like No Dice. And um, even some of the shows are on hiatus right now, but you, there's still some good content there. Um, listen, do I pronounce hiatus wrong? <laughs> it's hiatus. Yeah, I think that's not... Maybe I, don't it's think, I don't think it's established. I think this is going to be one of those things where it's like, it's typically hiatus, but the uh, French-English pronunciation is hiatus, and then John's going to be like, I told you up, right? It's a hiaton. Hiaton. How would you, how would you, hiatus. Oh, God. Hiatus. Yeah, that's actually correct. Or hiatus. 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 What language is this? That would be French. If it was just spelled exactly like that, the French phonetical pronunciation would be hiatus. Just saying, this is an American podcast. In America, we say hiatus. But anyway, yeah, the Pocket <laughs> Podcast Network full lots of great it, other shows. We got shit like Space Smart, where they it, that's hey, a narrative hey, one in space. Hey, hey, you know what else we say in America? Oh, no. We say chinga tu madre, gringo. <laughs> you got to remember that I speak Spanish. So <laughs> I know. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> uh, uh, our. Uh, our theme song is our grand outro is Never Far by James Hunter USA. Thanks to uh, them for letting us use that. Um, and they they just put out new music pretty recently, so you can just use James Hunter USA. Check it on your favorite streaming service. I I feel like for the next few episodes, we should each choose like a specific aspect of a member of James Hunter USA to like compliment. Okay, we'll do that. Mostly, I've just been thinking about Matt Hendler's hair lately, and it's very good. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know who's in besides James Hunter. What? Okay. What? Well, well that's it's a like whole Jack different Thompson thing. Jack Thompson and Matt Hendler. Oh, is Jack permanent? And Gokul. Yeah. Huh. Well. <laughs> what? <laughs> drew a complete blank there. See y'all next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.